So I just want to begin tonight by just affirming that God loves you all very much. You're very special to him. And uh, hopefully you know that. If you don't, one more reminder is not going to hurt, right? So God loves you very much. And from what I can see, you're very lovely people. For the most part, I think you're doing pretty good. So um, that's great. But also just to say that we all have work to do still, right? Me, most of all, probably. But uh, we all have things where the Lord is inviting us to be purified or to be um, detached from things. Um, it's, a, it's an ongoing work, right, to follow the Lord together. So the idea that I'm good enough, I've, I've, I've done enough Jesus stuff in my life, I've, I've really grown far enough, and this is all the further I want to go or need to go, that should be, for us as Catholics, a foreign concept. It should be something that we, we never get to the point where we say, well, I've done enough, I'm just going to sit right here, and this is as far as the road goes for me in terms of Christianity. I'm just, I'll, I'll go to Mass, but I don't need to do anything else. And I'm sure none of us thinks that way, except for me, so uh, you're probably all fine. But that transformation of the heart is a necessary thing, that we continually seek that conversion, right? That true conversion that God calls us to. It's not enough just to say, I'm, I'm a Catholic. Hey, that's pretty good. Uh, we need to be transformed, a transformed Catholic, a transformed Christian, that we encounter the Lord in such a way that our hearts are moved to deeper conversion. Uh, there was a saint, he's not on our calendar, uh, but he's celebrated in the UK, um, St. John Henry Newman. He was a great uh, preacher and teacher within the Anglican Church, and probably people say he could have been someday, he could have, if he were to say to Anglican, he could have become... Um, the Archbishop of Canterbury, which is the basically the Pope of Anglicanism. So he um, decided at the age of 44, he was teaching at Oxford at the time and was a well-known preacher and teacher, he decided to become a Catholic. And this was a kind of a scandal to the Anglican world. And one could ask, why the heck did you do that? You know, this is, uh, you had everything going for you. Everything in, in, in a worldly sense, even in a Christian sense, was going well for you. And instead you became a Catholic. And, you know, as an Anglican becoming a Catholic, first he lost all his friends, right? Because they were all like, why are you becoming a Catholic in an Anglican country? So he lost all his family and friends, were kind of cut out from all of that. And on the other side, the Catholics were kind of like, this guy became a Catholic? Hmm, I don't know about him. So... They were kind of suspicious of him as well. So it was a very lonely road that he walked, very much uh, bearing the cross of trying to do the right thing and following that path. But it, was, it cost him a lot. So he could have easily, I would say he's an example of someone who could have easily just said, I've gone far enough, I've done enough. But instead he pressed into that. He kept pressing into, where's the Lord refining my heart? Where's he leading me? Maybe that I don't want to go, but I feel I must say yes to that. Jesus has prepared a feast for us. And the question is, are we too preoccupied with going to the feast? And tonight I'm not specifically speaking just about going to Mass. That's an important thing, and you're here, so you've got that part of it down. But really more on a spiritual level, a metaphysical level, am I seeking conversion in my life? Am I purging my, my life of sin and sinful behavior? Am I seeking to grow deeper in my relationship with the Lord? Or have I kind of come to a standstill? You know, if I come to church, if I say I'm a Christian, but I'm unwilling to 
let go of the baggage or whatever the things that keep me from going closer to the Lord, I'm really only accepting the Lord on my own terms. I'm not allowing Him to guide me, Him to lead me. And this is, a, I think, a, a transformation that we all need to go through at times, probably revisit often in our lives, where we get to that point where we say, ah, this is... This pinches. I, I don't really want to investigate that part of my heart. I don't really want to dig into that area where I know <laughs> there's some skeletons away, waiting in the closet there. I don't really want to deal with that stuff. But it's in those moments when we do press into it that we really invite the Lord to change us and really move us. And that's a great thing. It's a, that's where saints come from, right? So we can disguise our need for conversion. Uh, I, I know... I certainly can at times. You put me in a room with the right kind of people, I'm a great person. I'm really nice and holy. Put me in a room with another set of people, and it's like, oh, he's not very nice, actually. He's, he's got problems. So, you know, we can easily disguise our own need for conversion by kind of our patterns. And we sometimes set up these safe patterns where I only go where I feel good about myself or where I feel uh, holy. But we don't go to those places... We don't put ourselves in a situation where it's going to cause me to need to grow. And so, you know, this is not a rebuke. It's not a, hey guys, fuck up and get better, do better, be, be better people. It's more of an invitation. There's more, right? The Lord wants to go deeper. He wants to bring us to a deeper place. And so, how do we engage that? I think sometimes we just need to be conscious and aware that, hey, there's more to do here. There's more work for me. And it's not, again, it's not a gosh, you, you're lazy, why don't you work harder? It's just that the Lord desires so much for us to be close to him that to stand apart and say, I've gotten close enough to you, I don't really want to get any closer, is kind of insulting to his, his love for us. So um, how do we respond to that invitation? It's not bad to... Um, it's not bad to realize that I need to go deeper, that my love is not as great as maybe I thought it was. You might think of someone you know personally, who you, who's the person you love the least that you know well in your life. That's about, if we think about it, that's kind of the level of our love, right? God loves each of us, no matter what our sins are. Now, we're probably not going to get there, but it's, a, it's an invitation that there's more to do, right? Don't be satisfied with less, but Keep desiring more. So the idea is to grow your desire and your hope for more and not be satisfied with less. It's not a bad thing. Or it's a good thing for us to recognize there's more for me to do in this life. So where do I look at my heart and have discord with the will of God or with the life of God? That's a good question for us to ponder. We won't enter heaven until union with God is accomplished, right? So we don't talk about purgatory very often, but... We either seek that union now with our Lord in this life where we say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to press into that area and I invite the Lord to change my heart and purify my heart and grow my heart or he's going to do it afterwards, right? If we get to purgatory, then that's what purgatory will be for us is this purification of those places where we said in this life, no, no, I don't really want that. I don't really want to grow in love for that person. I don't really want to be purified. I don't really want to be uh, stronger in my faith. So again, it's an invitation, not a rebuke. To invite the Lord to draw us to that place where he's going to work and refine our hearts. Otherwise, we may 
leave this life thinking that we're wearing a wedding garment and we're not. And that's not a good place to be, right? So we want to, we want to be changed. So we've been invited. Jesus invites us to the feast. That's what the gospel is all about. Uh, he's invited us and sometimes we say yes and other times we are sort of preoccupied. So where, where do we find ourselves? Again, coming to Mass is great. You guys are doing wonderful by being here. But there's more. There's always more. And so I want to invite you to think about that and encourage you to keep growing closer to God, following his invitations, following his, um, his desire for you. That you don't just kind of stop along the way and say, I've gone far enough, or there's this big boulder in the way and I just can't seem to get around it. Come to the Lord, bring that to him and say, Lord, I'm, <laughs> I'm stuck here. Help me. You know, Let's keep pressing into where the Lord is inviting us to grow.